Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Rad Podcast. I am producer Brandon from the Rob Anybody and Dawn Show, and what a week do we have this week. I've got Mrs. Brandon joining me because uh, I needed some help in containing my excitement. No, it might not sound like I'm too excited right now, but I've had a long weekend. I'm sure you've had a pretty long weekend too, maybe. I mean, by the time you're listening to this, you've all got stuff going on in our lives, right? I would hope so. Well, I mean, the ups and downs, the ebbs and the flows. It happens to everybody, doesn't it? It does. Seems to be a lot lately, though. Does seem to be a lot lately. Seems like uh, a lot of people are kind of dealing with tough stuff in their lives. Yeah. Is it weird? Is is it weird? Everything's becoming extra challenging right now. Now, I don't want to be all mumbo jumbo-y, but I did find out that uh, Mercury retrograde is upon us. Are you scared? No. Me neither. I mean, but I, I do think that it just tends to be a little bit more tense around this around this time. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And how much of that is is do you attribute to something like Mercury retrograde? Or do you think that there's do you think that there's something bigger going on here? Or do you think it's just coincidental that it seems like everybody seems really tense right now? I think everybody just seems really tense right so now. So it's just coincidental? Well, look at what, what's going on in the White House and our nation. We've got some new... I'm not, I don't want to go into it. I don't want to go into a politics talk. Millions of impeaches. <laughs> peaches for free. Millions of impeaches. Peaches for Trump. So, yeah. There's that going on. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's not our first time with the impeachment word. They've been throwing it around. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know if anything's going to really happen with that. I don't know. We'd be better off just writing it out and making sure he doesn't get reelected in 2020. See, the scarier part, though. It's Pence. Is Pence being yes, president. Yeah, that's why I say just write it out. Like We've a, already come a, this far. We're almost there. A religious zealot like it's, that in power is what have my, my one of my sayings I live by is the most the, the most terrifying thing on earth is a true believer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if uh, in the next few weeks you find everything going a bit haywire and you keep losing your keys, messing up at work, or arguing with your loved ones, I'm not arguing with you. Am I? I don't know. Are well, you? Should we be arguing? Should we? I feel like we should. <laughs> Don't blame the fast approaching winter, economic instability, or errant hormones. Emphasis on the whore and the moans. Yeah. (laughs) The real reason could lie in the heavens in a strange alignment of the planets that millions around the world view with real. Don't blame it on real tangible things. (laughs) Blame it on the ethereal. Blame it on the thing that's like light years away from us. That it's damn not Mercury. light years. That damn Mercury, Mercury is always <laughs> fucking with me. Mercury's not light years apart. Really? 
Let me okay. see here. Do you know what a light year is? I'm about to find out. A light year is the length in which it takes you. Takes a, a, a peak, it takes, a, one takes one beam Earth, of light. One Earth year to travel at the speed of light to get to the next. So like it would take this many years. The light year is a unit of length used to express astronomical distances. It measures <laughs> about 9.46 trillion kilometers or... 5.8 trillion miles is defined by the International Astronomical Union. So how far is Mercury from Earth? Mercury is the first planet from the sun, and Earth is the third planet from the sun. Mercury is an average distance of 48 million miles. So how? what was the... 900-something trillion. Four, so 48 million miles from Earth, and... 5.8 trillion miles is a light year. So yeah, it's not that far. Yeah, I think it breaks down into like, if you're traveling at the speed of light, one light year is the distance it takes you to travel in one year. Right. So the, it, it's a way of humans to kind of um, quantify gra- it and be like, it. it would take me 20 years to get to like Alpha Centauri or something like that. I don't think it, right. that's, I don't quote me on that. You're such a nerd. Whatever. The phenomenon is known as Mercury retrograde, and according to astrology fans, it's when all planetary hell will be let loose. A black spot in the astrological calendar during which it is essential to tie low to lie low and avoid making any big decisions. We don't have any big decisions to make over the next couple of weeks, do we? No. I've always taken retrograde to be um just that to go back. Just reflect. Yeah, reflect and clean up what you've been working on. Finish. What you've been messing up. Yeah, finish unfinished projects and clean up spring cleaning. Experts advise us to watch out for flight delays and missing luggage, unsigned contracts and broken gadgets, and to beware a heightened risk of accidentally hitting reply all along sensitive emails. Is that really Uh, in there? Yes. (laughs) Stupid! What are you reading? I'm reading the Daily Mail. Oh my god! I know it's a little absurd, but uh, it's like the UK version of the Inquirer. <sighs> oh, it's a, it's a credible news site. I know it's but one of the most credible ones, but sometimes it could be a little out there. Well, this is this whole astrology thing is really really out there. Um, oh look, you can we can find out what what it means for your sign. Do you want to know what it means for your sign? It doesn't mean anything for me. I was born during a Mercury retrograde. So it doesn't affect you? Doesn't affect Is that how me. that works? Yeah. Oh. I I'm just, know that. Like everybody's like, Mercury retrograde. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the next Mercury re- retrograde is just around the corner from October 31st to November 20th. Mischievous Mercury, a planet with the power to disrupt all our communications, is set to wreak havoc. <laughs> Are you ready? So what actually is it? So when Mercury, a planet that governs communication, transport, and technology, appears to travel backwards through the heavens, this is a very serious business. Very serious business. In fact, it is an optical illusion. Mercury is the closest planet to the sun, and its orbit is shorter than Earth's, a mere 88 days, compared to our 365, which means that Mercury experiences four years in the time it takes us to complete one orbit of the sun. Wow. (laughs) Jesus. You'd be four times older than what you are now. Yeah. And uh, does, would that, so if, if us as a human would be on that planet, we would age just as quick. We would age quicker. 
Well, I think aging, the aging process has more to do with gravity. So we would age faster if we're rotating faster on no, a planet like Mercury? The gravitation um, isn't related to the rotation. Okay. So gravity is an invisible force. Right. So and, it pulls, and, and it pulls everything down towards the center. So we're slowly being pulled down a teeny tiny black hole at the core of the Earth. At least and, that's the theory. And each planet has its own, own form of gravi- gravitation. So it's more than likely that planets probably formed from material that was attracted to um, like microscopic black holes, like little black holes, like mm-hmm. little teeny tiny things that caused, which is what create gravity. Like this is like dark matter. Pull. This is that realm, isn't it? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, it. it we know that there's an invisible force pulling things forward, and gravity. You, you, gravity can't escape black holes. Right. So that's what the theory is that even atoms are held together by gravity, like some kind of pull towards the center. Hmm. So gravity is typically what ages you. That and the the cellular breakdown. Hmm. So learn something new every day. At least that's what I was told. Communication systems start to slow down. Gadgets malfunction. Computers crash. Emails fail to arrive or go unanswered. Well, that's just a bunch of excuses. That's a bunch of hogwash, in my opinion. I think people are just lazy. Yeah, and I think that that's a, that's a perfect excuse for people just to not follow through. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you- oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Are you tired? I was making sure Opie wasn't eating... Her tennis ball. Hmm. Opie, what are you doing? Eating her tennis ball. Mm-hmm. Bad girl. Do I have to go get it from her? Or are you going to get it I'll from I'll get it. God. Closer. So, so I'm not the only one that's feeling this, this tension then, right? Well, I feel the tension, but I don't want to. I'm not going to believe it on Mercury retrograde. I just think it's coincidental. Like, our, our trainer was telling us. Uh, about his weekend, he got his car towed. When Not he, his was fault it, either. When he, he wasn't, wasn't even breaking any rules. Breaking any rules. He's in his own freaking condo in a visitor's spot, so he wasn't even like in a in the wrong spot. And he's got this vindictive uh, security guard, mall cop that's after yeah. him, Paul fucking Blart. And uh, over the weekend, this is not really that interesting, but uh, to pull the curtain back a little bit, we we've been doing some upgrades around the studio here and. We've been in we've been in the our own private studio outside of the radio station for a little over ten years now. Yeah, like nine something like that. Yeah, and uh, you know when we when we first moved in here, we we had gotten all new equipment, right? Ten years ago, well, was, I wasn't was here all, for that. So, well, I'm just laying it out, like right, like when we get here, yeah. when you build a studio, right? <laughs> like you, you yeah. got to get new computers, right? Right. That's why I say right. It's probably a bad clutch word. I should probably. Cut that. Like you're asking me. Cut, cut that, cut that clutch word out of there. It's like you want me to confirm something. I know it's weird. It's it like is. A, it's a weird right? confirmation. And yeah, like only you need, like you know, but yeah. the rest of the world doesn't know. No, we don't need to do that. Okay. <laughs> so when we moved into the building, we got all new computers, mm-hmm. and uh, I know that's right because that's what we did. Mm-hmm. That's where Fry's Brandon came from. Yes. Um, We'll get into that story some other time. Yeah, we don't need to tell it. When 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 we when I when I'm confronted with awful customer service, I turn into the Hulk and I smash things. I, I mostly smash people's egos because it's people not pretty. are incompetent. 
And it's one of my favorite things to do to relieve stress when, when I get bad customer service is to <laughs> really fire back. And, he can uh, be really mean. I'm ruthless. He's like, he uh, scares me sometimes. I, I will. Put, I can be pretty ruthless, but sometimes you come up with things that just make me go, oh, make, I never thought of that. I'll make people feel really small. Yeah, you're good at that. I, and I'm not a big guy, so if if the little me, little like me, can complex. feel some feel small, then I'm I'm doing something right. Okay. Especially when it comes to bad customer service. Really? Yeah. You really feel that way? Fight, uh, fight, little fire with little fire. You know. Yeah. I, that's not gonna take off, is it? No. It's not a very good catchphrase. Well, what fighting fire with fire? Fighting little fire with little fire. No. No. Doesn't really sound very good. You're okay. weird when you talk to cabbies. Well, I like to make fun small talk. No, you like to make fun of them. No, while I you like make to make small talk. Fun small talk. It, it's it's entertaining. Like oh, there's a there's a clip from uh, <laughs> Big Mouth. I want to play this. One of the most recent episodes of uh, Big Mouth uh, from season three on Netflix. Uh, Coach Steve. It was one of the, oh, the yeah. many voices of Nick Kroll on the show. Um, he, he he was a Lyft driver yeah. in one of the episodes. And he did this thing at the end that oh, yeah. summed up perfectly how every conversation goes with... Uh, Lyft, specifically. With Lyft drivers specifically. And most of those questions, I will ask what... <laughs> like, I start those conversations... Almost exactly like it. I don't want. I want to find it because I want to play the last little part of it. I don't know what was it. Episode nine? Do you think? Uh, yeah, maybe the Aztec. Yeah, because that's the one where they're all taking Adderall. Adderall. Yeah. Here we go. Hold on. And the yeah, it's the monkey that. Hold on. I'm almost there. Or gorilla. Sorry. Hey. Here we go. Hey, monkey. Are you Rebecca? Are you Steve? That's my name! <laughs> wait, 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 monkey! I forgot to ask! What do you do for a living? You need a phone charger? You want a tiny water that's been stuck in my trunk for three weeks? How about some gum? You want me to eavesdrop on a conversation you're having on the phone? How about a conversation you're having with the other person in the car? You want me to seem like I'm not listening and then weigh in on what you're talking about? You want a melted candy? Do you want to hear my life story? You want to know how long I've been a Lyft driver for? Yes, I done that. He asks all. This is the first question. You want me to take a weird route? You want me to make a left across traffic? How about I pull over here for ten minutes? <laughs> Does that How about happen? me watching a TV show on my phone while I drive? Hey, you want to listen to something? You want to know what radio I listen to? You know my political views? You want me to hear about your political views? What do you do for a living? That house. <laughs> Oh, Opie, Opie uh, is trying to join us in the show here. I freaking love that show. That was one of the, this is one of the best seasons that they've done yet, honestly. I've laughed so hard. Have you liked season three so oh far? Oh my god! I only think we have like two more episodes to go. Don't tell me that. Yeah, but no. there's we could always go back and watch it again. That's great about honestly one of the best things about Big Mouth. 
No, I think I'd want to go back and watch season two again too. Because like, so all funny. the all the jokes happen so fast, so fast, and it's 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 almost reminiscent to how like the early days of Family Guy, where yeah. things would would happen so fast, and there'd be so many random cutaways mm-hmm. that you can go back and watch those episodes over and over and over again. Now that show's been over, been around well over fifteen. It's sort years. of like a magic trick, like uh, the the random cutaways don't have anything to do with the story, right? So you forget that they're even in it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that, that's right. That's where this, yeah. Yeah, and all the jokes in Big Mouth tend to be so fast and rapid fire and, and one after the other that it's so easy to go back and just find new little nuggets and laugh at the same things well, over and over again. And we're watching it with the subtitles on, so we're getting even more. <laughs> that's true. That's I, a really fun show to read. <laughs> I enjoy reading shows like that. Yeah. Um, watching them with the captions on because you really you really get the jokes and you you soak it in a lot more. And I do feel like it's helped my reading uh, my, 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 uh, what is it called? Your, uh, cognitive, whatever. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. See, I don't read enough to know big words, <laughs> but I know that I'm reading faster and it's a little bit easier. Oh, that's I, that, good. I feel like that that's like a refresher course. It is. I, I think everybody should watch shows with closed captions just for, you know, a couple of weeks and you'd be surprised how, what you miss here. See how much better you, yeah. And you also go back and watch an old movie. <laughs> you'll absorb a little bit more you do. than you did before. You do. That's, That's proven. Yeah. Um, I forgot where we were going with that tangent. Oh, oh the, the pulling lift. the curtain back. And I was, uh, you know, bad customer service, rewinding new studio, new equipment. So what happened this weekend? So what had happened was... So what had happened was... Over the weekend, <laughs> uh, we, we had to get some new... We had to replace some old equipment. And one of the, the pieces of equipment that we have here in the studio runs everything. Like, it, it's the it's literally the spine of what we do here. It plays all the commercials. It plays all the best of that when we're not on the air. And when we are doing the live show... It's got all the commercials and all the elements where you hear Bob, engineer Bob saying, you're listening to the Rob, anybody in Doncho, call us. And then it's just, it's what we revolve the whole show around. Mm -hmm. And it's specifically timed. It's built out in a certain way, specifically for what we do. And it is, it is so essential. It's got a specific program on it just for this. Legitimately, like it's one of the most important computers in this building. Aside from uh, my porn stash on my private laptop, this is the most important computer in in the in the building. It is, and it was time to replace it. It's well over ten years old. It's running an old ass operating system, Windows XP. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, do you remember using Windows XP? If you're old enough to remember using that, then you, you've you've lived a blessed life because that was. One of the best times to be alive when XP was out, it was like, whoa, this is computing. This is this is where it's at. This is where you can play all the games, get on the internet. Like this was huge. I just realized, do you know how how old I am? How old are you? Well <laughs> so you're thirty four. Yeah. I know how I, old I you are. I feel really old though. Uh I use DOS. Oh yeah, I use DOS too. Yeah. Those are the those are the early days. We we mm-hmm. were just getting into it. And I was I was learning how to network old ass Apple computers yeah. like the, the original ones, the, uh, the original Apple that just were like the little boxes, you know, my, 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 uh, it was my middle school English teacher. was also like our technical teacher. Yeah. Um, he kind of, he took me under his wing in a way and he, he showed me how to network computers, build 
uh, Cat5 cable, which was, you know, it's we still use that today. It's mm-hmm. just networking cables. And so he would ch- tell me how, show me how to like actually build them, crimp the ends on them so I can custom fit each computer. And he had me do this from scratch. I, I probably networked 20 different Macintosh computers. And then I had uh, a master one, which was basically Mr. P's computer, Mr. Public Over. He had uh, the station admin desk at his desk. And I would just sit there and I would turn the computers on, turn them off remotely, access each one remotely. This was like leaps and bounds ahead of where I was, where, where, I, where everybody else in my class was. And just because I had a super honed in interest on it, he took me under his wing and he showed me how to do this. Yeah, you're also smart. Well, I didn't really buy into that, but Say, uh, I was just having you. fun. It was really cool. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> eventually he, he, he turned me into his webmaster and we, we put together a whole web team. Want to be my webmaster? <laughs> I'll sling some web. <laughs> and he, uh, he, he put me in charge in rebuilding the, the middle school's website. Mm-hmm. And this was well before Windows XP. I think 95 was the most recent version out. 95 or 98. Wait, did it go XP 95, 98? Or was it? I thought it was 95, 98 XP now and I then 2000. F- yeah, I think XP came before 2000. When Yeah. When did Windows XP come? All right, let's see. 2001. So, yeah, this is way before Windows XP. Um What's the hierarchy? Because I think it was 2000 and then XP. Do Windows operating system sequential order. Windows operating systems. Systems sequential order. Sequence. Okay, so Windows 1 and 85, 2 and 87, 3 and 90 and 92, 95 and 95, 98 and 98. Windows ME Millennium Edition I'm 2000 Windows XP uh, 2001 and then Vista 2006 and the list goes on. Um, so yeah, this was probably around between 95 and 98 when I was when I was doing this. That sounds about right. Yeah, and it was exciting stuff. So I, I've I've kind of had this uh, knowledge instilled in me from a really young age. So a lot of this stuff came easy, but I'm I was. We're, we're using XP here in the studio with a uh, operating system that's nearly 20 years old. So, so it's time to, re- to upgrade. And, um, it was also still using old hard drives with the spinny discs on the inside. <laughs> and, uh, on, on Friday we had our, our buddies at tech to you who are the fine sponsors of this podcast. Um, and they're also our tech gurus around here. So they've, they've helped me facilitate a lot of the upgrades that are going on in the studio. And, um, when we move the old machine, because it's got moving parts in it that are basically relics, it it broke, it shattered, it died, it died on us. And it knew the new one was coming in and it committed suicide. <laughs> it's so true. Cause it's it <laughs> it like the moment it was unplugged. If there was ever a day for us <laughs> To, to lose that machine, it was that day. Which is why you planned it that way, though. Yeah, but I didn't plan for this thing to die. No, and, I know that. And the way that we were doing it and the sequence we were doing it, um, it just so happened that I lost a lot of the data that, that I needed in order to make the new machine work. So I had to spend all of Friday and all day Saturday and most... 
of the day on Sunday, putting all of this station computer back together. Like the parts are all in there. They're, 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 it was built, but the program was basically stripped to its bare bones. And so I had to go in and I had to like rebuild the whole thing. And I'm not asking for a pity party here, but this is just one of those, those things that life kind of throws on you and, and makes you reevaluate where your karma stock is. Right. Yeah. You really think like, yeah. where did I fuck up? Who <laughs> did I wrong? Why do you take it personal? Because I was the only one that was able to put it back together. Right. Like there's, there's, you know, you're an, all the King's men anonymous. And, and it is like my only right hand person here at the studio. And she doesn't know how to do it. Yeah. She doesn't know how the, she, she's got the basic understanding of how it works. It's a complicated system. It is a very comp and, and it, there's a specific way that things need to be programmed in there. Mm -hmm. And there's a she specific can do some sequence, stuff, but it's not what you were doing, man. And so knowing that I was like the only person that could do this yeah. and not having those, those, uh, you know, files readily mm -hmm. available. The only thing that was running through my mind was first lesson learned. There's a sequence of events that need to take place in order for something like this to happen in the future. And now I know what things to do. He knows where he went wrong. There were backups that were made, but the backups didn't work. So, you know, and, and it goes in its relation to somebody who is working for our company that doesn't work here anymore, that set something up wrong. And so there was no right backup and I'm not passing blame. It's just, it, it just was, was a simple mistake it, that got made and there didn't was, get caught. And, and I and saw that there, there, the backups it, were, were existed by all appearances. Yeah. So it, it looked like we were ready to go. Had I right? known, had I known, I would have done things a little bit differently, but now I know, now and I know. will do things differently <laughs> next time if it ever gets to that point. But I don't think it will get there, especially now that we have this fucking amazing machine in there now that, that's running this, this station sweetly. So I'm not, I'm not too, I'm not complaining. There's some other little bugs and tweaks that I need to do. There's like a, a new uh, uh, box, a relay box that's totally uninteresting that like fires things off for us. And right now we got to do things a little bit manually, but it's not that big a deal. When he says it was like stripped down to the bones, like all the settings that had been previously put in place over the years and years and years of honing the program the way that they wanted to weren't there and not I, everybody put, not one person put all of those measures in place. Right. So it's like, you're having to go through and go, okay, from memory, because yes. this computer was not supposed to die from yeah. memory, what am I supposed to do? So there's been some kinks. Yeah. So I had to, I basically had to do everything from memory yeah. because there were about three different people that had their hands in this program. Um, two before me, I was the third to really take it over and, and run it and um, having to having to basically figure it out from scratch was was all I did all week. And it was it's just it, and I, that's kind of why I wanted to, you know, bring this up is because how I started this whole episode. So everybody just seems to be stressed out and everybody's going through something. But I feel like there's a relation to this and the Mercury retrograde um, in the vein of reevaluating re what you got going on yeah. and taking stock in where you are and mm -hmm. what you've got going on in your life. Because while it might feel like everything's crashing down on you, you are perfectly capable of going through it and coming out the other side 
a better and stronger person. Which is why you don't want to make any big decisions during this time. Right. Yeah. Instead, solidify your stance the way where you are now instead of going, well, fuck, the world's out to get me. Nothing's going to get better. I'm, I'm fucked. It's time to put some, some filler in those cracks in your foundation. Exactly. Time to look down at your feet, plant them. Yeah. And I think it was my ride in, into the studio and the way here to, to record today where I, I really looked back and I went, motherfucker, had I not been here, nobody else would have been able to do what that, what, what I did. And that, that really kind of, it lifted my spirits, but it also made that crown feel a little heavier. You know? <laughs> yeah. There's that too. <laughs> yeah. But it also, my, my shoulders feel stronger holding it up because of it. I came out the, 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 I came out the other side a little bit stronger, a little bit better. Yeah. And, and there's other things that, that are, that are going on that, that, can really make life feel we had a busy like weekend awful. we we were we were jam-packed this weekend we had a baby shower we had a birthday party so on top of all of that well that's we had to thing. juggle things around and that meant that's, leaving a baby shower early and but, skipping out a birthday party yeah and that's the other thing is that i had to make sacrifices this weekend i had i had to skip out on my my grandmother's surprise 77th birthday party which really sucked not being not able the to, party no not, not just being not, able to not go, being able to go. <laughs> That, that really sucked, yeah. you know, and my, my dad came up from San Diego and we were going to hang out and go to the party and we had to cancel plans I, on I, Friday night with I, dinner with I, him. I, and I, I had to do it. I had, there was no other choice. I had to cancel. He couldn't even go to sleep without thinking about it. He woke up in the middle of the night on Friday with like actual panic attack. Just, yeah, he literally rolled over and he was like, I can't. Like I can't catch my breath, or like you wanna, I just you wanna can't. Know, you want to know what triggered that panic attack? Tell tell everybody. Knowing that I potentially no longer had the show closer from the regular the live show, yep. where it, it has all the cartoon voices that says "So long, Stink Town," and yeah, that's it. United States Talk to of where I draw the line. Yeah. yeah. United States. Yeah. <laughs> God bless you, United, United States. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so th- knowing that that the potential of that not existing anymore mm-hmm. because of the, the everything that happened, fortunately, all that stuff was salvaged. I yeah. was able to salvage a lot of that. that he content. wouldn't know that until Saturday, Saturday morning. morning. Yeah, so Friday. So while night, he was building what he could, in Friday night, I was I was mentally was preparing. Limbo. I was mentally preparing to rebuild almost every single audio element that we have created yep. over the last ten years in one weekend. Yep. So we could go live on Monday. Yep. That shit was heavy, dude. <laughs> so fortunately, I didn't have to do a lot of that stuff, which made the job a lot quicker and easier. But still, it wasn't. It was a. It was hairy, scary. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just take stock in what you got. With what, just take stock in the positive in your life, and also know that you are perfectly capable of getting through whatever hardship you are in right now yeah you just got to face it like a challenge though like a lesson like, yeah okay. a lesson how all what right am I, how, I gotta get through this how, what am i gonna learn from this and and ultimately to, by the end of the weekend i felt grateful yeah I, I was thankful that i was able to get through it mm-hmm. and that i was going to be able to walk in monday morning and go yeah i did that yep and it felt good and he was handsomely rewarded was i yeah oh yeah yeah. But uh, so it, it's uh, it's leading up to a well-deserved three-day weekend for Columbus Day. 
Yes. And we have a busy week of, of concerts. We do. But I want to say one last thing all on, right, the, on right. the Mercury Retrograde bullcrap. In this season of Mercury Retrograde, when you find yourself faced with bullshit, use the ACE technique. ACE it. ACE technique. A-C-E? A-C-E. Accept, change, eliminate. You cannot accept it and you cannot change it. You eliminate it. If you can accept it, accept it. If you can change it, change, change it. You can eliminate it. You have to. If you can't do the first two, eliminate. You eliminate it. Ace it, people. Ace it. I like that. So this week we've got a uh, we've got a lot of concerts to look forward to. Uh, Aftershock is coming up this weekend, which I'm really only the only reason I'm looking forward to this is a tool. They're going to be headlining on Sunday night, and they've got their new album out, Fear Inoculum, and I'm really looking forward to seeing some of their new stuff. Me too. Um, performed live. I hope that they play yeah. Numa. I hope that they mm-hmm. play uh, Tempest. <laughs> uh, I hope that they play Invincible. I hope that they play Descending. I hope that they play... <laughs> That's the whole album, babe. I hope they play Fear Inoculum. Yeah, they uh, will play Fear Inoculum. I hope they play Chocolate Chip Trip. <laughs> Uh, I think that's all of them. That is yeah. literally the whole that's album. The whole album. The whole I don't album. think they could play that because that's like an eighty-minute yeah. album. Well, they do have quite a bit of time up there. I was looking at the set list. Yeah, but Sundays, so they, they they play earlier on Sundays. The headliner because they're noise ordinance, right? They yeah. gotta cut it off earlier. I know. So they'll probably only play from seven twenty-five to eight fifty-five. Really? So they have the cutoff there. I believe that's what I saw. Oh, okay. Damn. I was, hoping like nine, I was hoping like nine. I was hoping nine thirty. I could be wrong. I'm happy to be wrong. Hold and on, I got it right here. B, the other reason that I'm really looking forward to going to Aftershock is to hang out with all you people, all you people, all you prodheads, all you rad maggots. I am looking forward to hanging out with you guys. That's one of the best parts about going out to uh, going out to Aftershock is seeing all you beautiful people. Now, what's going on here on the AftershockFestival.com website? They've got this countdown I saw going on that says something's going to happen at on 1010 at noon. That's this Thursday. And con- on at the same time, Metallica has a website set up called Metallica XX. Which is 1010. Metallica X. They are teasing a mystery announcement that's going to take place on 1010. So is this the same? Are they doing something similar here? I don't know. What's going on? Like, that's the whole thing. They've taken over the website. I can't even look at the... Oh, here we go. V2019 website. (laughs) <laughs> wow. No, but they really did like block everything off, so you have to click through to get to the uh the schedule. Man, I can't find that set list time that I the set list that I had earlier. Yeah, it's okay. But they had the beginning and end times. They'll I play, swear it was eight fifty five. They'll play at the at the end of the weekend. I'm looking forward to seeing Slipknot on Friday night. Blink one eighty two, I could just, you know, pass on them. I, oh I, come on. Well, is it because he just rolled his eyes so hard. I think well, he I've, saw okay, his so brain. I, I've seen Blink-182 <laughs> play so many freaking times. That was like one of the bands that I, I followed around when I was a teenager. Cause, and when I was a teenager, that was the hot shit. 
And Tom DeLonge was pop still punk. there. So Tom DeLonge was still in there. And I, I was kind of following them, even in their side projects, like Boxcar Racer and yeah. Plus 44 yeah. and the Transplants. All of those side projects that they had, I, I followed them. And I, I just think that Blink-182 has had their time. And they're just really milking it now. It's kind of like Stained. Like, why are they coming back? Fucking I, I could do without Stained. McCorn, so Rob Zombie, Data Remember, Lamb of God. I'm really looking forward to seeing them. Marilyn Manson, which... Uh, uh, our, our buddy Kevin Huey at Huey Phillips LLP is uh, kindly donating a pair of tickets to the weekend uh, VIP passes for Aftershock. And we're giving mm-hmm. those away on the show on Thursday morning, but we're doing a qualifier uh, with a game called One of Two, uh, which, by the way, do, do you like that theme song? Oh, that was so funny when you, you came can go up with this. that. You can go, go with that. that. You can go with this. Because it's One of Two. That. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be uh, that, that's gonna be a lot of fun. Hopefully... You can get in on that if you're looking to get to the uh, to aftershock. And you want to see Hailstorm too, right? Hailstorm, they're really good. She, the lead singer is just can wail. She's got some pipes on her. Yeah. And Chevelle's really good. I know you want to see Dropkick Murphy. I do. I kind of want to see some Forty One. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see them because uh, what's his name, the lead singer, he went off the rehab not too long ago. Oh wait, didn't they do like? Didn't they turn into like country or some stupid shit like? That? No, you're talking about Lit. Oh, thank God. Yeah, <gasps> that band Lit who did like my own worst enemy and yeah. they turned into a country <laughs> band. Yeah. Then Gojira, oh, so which funny. is a, a French metal band, Gojira. They're, they're going to be really good. Clutch is amazing. A lot of good, a lot of good bands. Who is the other, uh, the band that Kevin Huey was telling us about? Oh, hold on. It was. I feel like. Oh, I'm not seeing them on the list here. But that's going to be a killer show. And I think I think we're only going to show up for like the last half of each day, right? We're not going to go there something, for the whole day. Was it something Verge? Something P-Verge? Something P? Uh, I was like... Why is that escaping me? This... Plague. Something Plague. <gasps> like Plague Vendor? Is it Plague Vendor? That is sounds that that right. Is? That sounds right, right? That sounds right. Plague Vendor. Let me. Didn't you Spotify it? I did, but it's not on here. Anyway, so we got Aftershock this yeah, weekend. Yeah, Plague Vendor. And then on Ayo. on uh, on Thursday, we are going to one of the most nerdy of nerd shows. In did fact, you bring up? Did you bring up my favorite song? Well, I I, I just so happened to have your your favorite song, Raher. You have three days. What was that? The page you are trying to access is no longer under admin control. That is the aftershock page I was telling you about. This is playing in a a window. Yeah, no. Let's try this again. Yeah. So we're on Thursday. We're going to see a guy called MC Chris. You might know him from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah, he did. He. Oh, candy. (laughs) He was a. uh, (laughs) What was the voice of the? Was he like a fly or something? He was or? a spider. That's right. He, he was, was a spider. the cow. He was, he was like it, four different characters. And he also did uh, C-Lab, right? I believe so. He's done a lot of voice work. For Adult Swim. I yeah. think he was like one of the directors of, of C-Lab. I, didn't he also help do the um, the theme song for Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Yeah, I think so. He's in that. But this is, this is a song. This is, this is my jam. This is the jam. 
It's the total, nerdiest song out there. Total nerd rap. Kuzumo Senpa in my DeLorean. Wars over on my piece of Mandalorian. The story is dumb. Star Wars historians deep in debate, but they play at Benegas. Rhyme renegade. Show to penetrate first and second defense. I won't hesitate. Got a job to do when Darth Vader delegates. Got something against Skywalker. Someone he really hates. I don't give a fuck. I'm at your solo for all I care. He could be hiding Yoda's dojo. Gotta make the money. Credit's no good when the Jawas run a shop in your neighborhood. Think you can cook? I got a grappling hook. Let's make this quick, 'cause I'm really booked. I'm a devious degenerate, defender of the devil, shut down all the trash compactors on the detention level. My backpacks got jets. Well, I'm Boba, the fat. Well, I bounty hunt for Jabba Hutt to finance my vet. Get inside a slave one, find your home and signal from Endor to Hoth. Ripley to Spock, I'll find what you want, but there's gonna be a cost. Say my name is Boba Fett, I know my shit is tight. Son acting right, yo, brother the carbonite. Got telescopic sight, flamethrowers on my wrist. You still don't get the jets, fight boots are made to kick, targets are made to hit. You think I give a shit? Your mama is a bitch. I see you in the sarlacc pit. You just flipped my switch, integrity's been dead. You scratching on my itch. You know I shoot again. I got the bean and secatinas with a lick my lusty lips. So I'll let you get back inside your little spaceship. Give you a head start. Cause I'm a sporting con. Consider the starting line and sneaky smile. Hot inside. Hope you have hyper drive. drive. Pray to stay alive. alive. Don't try to slip me five. Cause I never take a bribe. Uh. To the beat of a different drummer. Bad bunny hunter. Let no man put us under or else they be put under as in six feet. Got an imperial fleet backing me up. Gonna blow up any attempt to defeat. They got a death star. Got four payments on my car. Handed over to Hammerhead. At most I see bar. Used to carjack. And he's a bar back. Just go to show how you can get back on the right track. As for me, that's not an option. Can't say that with more clarity. Me going legit would be like Jar Jar in speech therapy. My backpack got shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great. I mean, he did such a good job. Yeah, that's that's probably like one of his best songs that he's ever made, right? I, well, I love Nerd Girl. That's a good one too. Nerd Girl's a great one. Yeah. I think everybody can relate to that a little bit, well, especially if you're a girl and you're a nerd. Yeah, like me. And then there's Hoodie Ninja. Oh, Hoodie yeah. Ninja's my favorite. That's oh, running crap laps. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to see MC Chris uh, on Thursday night. He's going to be at Harlow's. It's the Harlow's Starlet Room. Not an expensive show, guys. If you oh. want to support him, do it. Yeah, he's doing this tour on his own. He's he's promoting it. He's booking all the shows on his own. Um, he's really fun. Like He does like a, a what is it, a, a costume contest at mm-hmm. each one of his shows. It's mm-hmm. it's it's like Comic-Con meets total nerddom meets oh, rap music. Oh, my God. I should dress up as um, Molotov Cocktees. You should. I think I could take that one. You'd make so many nerd boners happen. Oh, that, they that would show. die. Oh, yeah. They'd jizz all over oh, their, shit. <laughs> their Star Wars undies. <laughs> yeah. uh, that, that's going to be a lot of fun. And then Tuesday night, uh, if you heard at the beginning of our broadcast here, I gave a little tease of Lana Del Rey's cover of Do In Time. Love her. Yeah, Lana so Del Rey. Much. She's going to be uh, playing at uh, the Memorial Auditorium on Tuesday night. So we've got a lot of late nights ahead of us. <sighs> it's a good thing we got a three-day weekend coming up. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's going to be That good. we're going to end with a music festival. Yeah. It's yeah. all music all week. But like I said, we're only going to go for like half the day, right? On each day. Yeah, that's there's true. No, there's no reason to go for the no. entire day. No. We'll show up about two or three o'clock each day. Yeah. It gives us a couple of hours each each day. I hope the pizza's there again. Ooh, yeah. That uh, New York style pizza. Yeah, I heard, oh, I heard pizza. That was such good stuff. If not, hopefully Cousins, uh, the lobster. Oh, Cousins Maine. Cousins, Cousins Maine lobster food truck. Oh, yes. Top notch. Lobster yeah. tots. Oh, it's going to be so good. 
Can't wait. Um, I, I think that's going to do it for today. I think we covered a lot of good good so. stuff. I think we've helped some people, got some stuff off my chest. I feel better. I just hope that I have opened other people's hearts to MC Chris. Oh, yeah. There we go. See, we gave him a little <laughs> go. Give him a little promo here. Go do the MC Chris tour. <laughs> yeah. Check him out. Uh, he's really good. And if you're a big fan of Adult Swim, you probably mm-hmm. already heard of him, but he's, yeah. he's a classic. All right. That'll do it for us this week. Until next time, namaste, bitches. The Rad Broadcast. The Rad Broadcast. The Rad Broadcast.